Come and come and come and come and come and chameleon. You come and go. You come and go. Shut up! You suck. Don't quit your day job. <laughs> you call that singing? The ultimate journey. Welcome to the ultimate journey, a podcast on awakening to spirit. I am your host, Frank De Genova. Episode twenty-three. Hi, and welcome to the ultimate journey, awakening to spirit podcast. I'm your host, Frank DiGenova. As you may have guessed from the opening before the intro, this episode is called Karma. Hey man, your karma ran over your dogma, dude. Everyone has their own take on what karma is, but what really is it? Well, I can tell you that it's not a revengeful bitch who's waiting to cut your testicles off. Some believe that it's a strict judge or a father or like a planet Saturn in astrology that is supposed to discipline you depending on your past actions. Some Hindus and others believe that it is the god Vishnu who is the enforcer of karma. We will explore different um, perspectives, or more precisely my uh, perspectives and opinions on it. Nonetheless, the word is derived from the Sanskrit language and it means action, work or deed, effect or fate. Simply put, karma is cause and effect, or as the famous biblical words of Jesus, as you sow, you shall reap. To me, karma is like the ultimate teacher, and it's teaching compassion. It teaches that we're all one, one energy. We are interconnected. What you do unto another, you're basically doing unto yourself. Let me explain this a little bit further by an example. Let's say it's the beginning of time, you're a Neanderthal, and somehow... You're sitting in front of a fire, you know, lightning hit a piece of wood and you're sitting down enjoying this warm fire and you get curious and you decide to put your hand in the fire and then you do and you're like, and you get burnt. This is a pretty straightforward example of cause and effect. You put your hand in the fire, you get burnt and you know that's what happened. You paid the price of your action. Now, what if you're sitting with somebody beside you, a friend or a foe or whatever, and you take their hand and you put it in the fire and they go, ah. You may think it's funny, laugh or whatever, but the fact is you didn't feel the pain. They did, but it was your actions for them to feel the pain, but you didn't get it back. Well, maybe you did. Maybe they took your hand back and put it in the fire or you got clubbed over the head immediately. But if there was no response and you got away with it scot-free, the effect to your cause didn't happen directly or didn't cause a direct reaction back. So basically you put it off for another time. It's like you owe money, you're in debt. You took a loan from the bank and you have to pay it back. But this is the thing, the collection agency doesn't come right away. It may, but in most cases it doesn't. However you believe God to be, the way it's set up, regardless, is that we have free will. We can do whatever we want, technically. What we don't have free will over or control over is what happens due to our actions. You can have all the sugary sweets that you want all day, every day, but you can't really complain when you're injecting insulin into your body because you have type 2 diabetes. We are responsible for our actions. I mean, if you punch yourself in the face, you're going to feel the pain. But if you punch someone else and they don't return the favor, you're in a karmic debt, an IOU that you have to pay back. Non-negotiable. Years and years may pass and you're just walking down the street minding your own business and the piano falls on your head. If you don't die, you'll wonder like, what the fuck just happened? This could be the person you punched in the face, plotting their revenge and waiting for the exact moment, which you think is coincidence. Or it could be 
someone else paying it forward for a totally different reason, I highly suggest do not try to figure karma out because it is a complex web of confusion. You'll never figure it out. It's not meant to be figured out. So don't even try. I'm just referring to trying to connect the dots of who did what and why. Forget about it. But what I will do is explain how I see it and what I believe it to be. My comprehension is that karma is stored in the clouds, not in an iCloud or a Google Drive, but sort of. I believe that it's stored in the constellations or stars. And the stars, I feel, are both receivers and transmitters of information, light codes, and all that. I also believe that the sun has a lot of information in it, and that we get downloads from that too. But that's another podcast. Like I said in episode 3 about are we living in the matrix, the stars may indeed be what or where the projection comes from our holographic universe or the matrix or the sim that we're living in. This is why many astrologers believe that those born under certain constellations have certain characteristics because of the influence of the coding in these constellations. Now, I believe that the karma stored in them will drop like a ripe fruit when it's ready to go. And this is when Buddy gets hit by the piano and wonders, what happened? How did that happen? Why me? This is one of the beefs that I have with karma, that it doesn't happen right away. If it did, then people would learn faster. I mean, come on, I can't even remember what I had for dinner yesterday, never mind what I did 20 years ago. That's why it's hard to believe that karma exists, because come on, if I would get instant feedback, I would know. Ah, but I did, (laughs) and I'll share two stories with you. I'm not proud of the following two examples, but hey, no one is perfect, and we live and learn. While still in high school, well more than 30 years ago, I was working at a building center. As a stock boy who was driving the forklift, I would ship and receive and stock the shelves and cause trouble. I could write a whole book on that experience alone. Oh God. Birds of a feather stick together as they say. Now, it didn't take long for me to align with certain people that wanted to have an exciting experience in life. So somehow I got a key cut to the back shipping door. Okay, long story short, I was uh, taking things out after hours and so on. In other words, I was ripping shit off. Long story short, after a great heist, I went home after work and noticed that our house got broken into. I'm not going to get into the feeling of being violated or people coming into your house, people that have been uh, burglarized know full well how awful it feels. What I will say is though that in that moment, I knew that all the shit that I ripped off from that construction center, it bit me in the ass and not only me, but my family and all the precious metals and jewelry and all the sentimental things that cannot be replaced. I vowed from that moment on that I'm not going to steal anything. I won't buy any hot things off a truck. I won't support that economy. So lesson learned. Some say it could be coincidence or that should just happen sometimes, but I felt in my gut that it was a lesson. Fast forward many years and I'm at uh, a petting zoo with my family when I was married and my son was very young, and we were feeding the goats. And I had a little package of treats that I bought from the vending machine. I don't even remember, but I remember trying to feed the the little goat, and the big goat would always steal the little goat's food. And I swore at it, you you little fuckers, don't eat the little kid's food. You see what I did there? The kid? For those of you who listened to episode 19 in anger, they would know that I had, I had, a very bad temper, and (laughs) I let that goat have it. With vile, I spit in that goat's eye. My former wife was probably shocked, like, what did I marry? But anyway, not long afterwards, we had to leave, so I got my son in my arms, and we walked to the car, and immediately after, a bird shit on me. 
but not just on me. I had my mouth open and the shit went in my face and my hair and in my mouth. Talk about instant karma. Those are both examples of bad karma, which I believe karma is neither good or bad. It's what we put out. It has no bias. Do good, reap good, do bad, reap bad. Yeah, but why does bad things happen to good people? Where is the justice in that? Many atheists are born this way. How can a loving, just God do that? When I first learned about karma and spirituality, I had the perspective of, oh, I must have been a prick in my past life because I feel like I'm a good guy now. Why is all this bad shit happening to me? I'm a pretty good guy. Except for all the bad shit I was doing. There could be so many reasons why karma happens, why it sprouts when it does, why when it gets ripe. Now, one is the paying back of old karmic debts or old actions that, you know, you did to somebody without their consent. I mean, when you have two adults consenting, you can do whatever, literally whatever you want. This could be sexually or morally. You know, you want to eat my finger and anesthetize my, my, my arm. You want to eat my arm? Okay, fine. When there's consent, it's fine. When you don't have consent, then there's an infraction. And that takes me to the other point. When you have a contract or an agreement, then it's fine. And I really believe that we make soul contracts with people pre-incarnation on a soul level you may want to experience a certain condition or it may well be a karmic debt to pay see you could have been a rich king in a past life and abused your money and took it for granted then your next life could be as a poor beggar a slave or whatnot or you could have the same experience of being the king and then chosen to be born as a beggar with no money just for the experience of it Again, you can't put your narrative on why something is. We don't know. We can't see that far or we can't see that higher vibration. We don't have that vantage point. So we're best off not to judge. And that's a spiritual trap too, is judgment. You may be thinking, well, hey, Frank, you know, you're talking about reincarnation. I don't believe in reincarnation. So why should I even believe anything that you're saying here? Well, you don't have to believe anything I'm saying here in any episode or a podcast. To me, reincarnation explains a heck of a lot of a lot in the spiritual sense. I cannot accept that God has mood swings and decides, you know, who gets uh, money, who doesn't get money, who has a disability, who has a disease, who lives in famine, poverty, and all that. This is a convenient way to uh, relieve our duties and responsibilities for our own actions. Man, religion would be totally out of business if uh, they taught that you have more lifetimes to figure it out and that you don't need them to... Uh, pave the way to be the lawyer to get into heaven. Give me all your money. Let me control your thoughts and what you believe and I'll get you in. Don't worry. I'll hook you up with a big guy. There was a point in time where I used to read the Bible, but I believe that it's been uh, altered and passages have been removed and on and on, which I won't get into, maybe in another podcast. Nonetheless, I remember a few passages that they didn't take out or maybe forgot to take out that implies reincarnation. One is John 9.1.2. It says, As he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Now, can you explain to me how this man sinned before he was born? Shh, he must have had a previous life, but don't tell anybody. I remember another in Revelations 3.12 uh, AV. Uh, it was a cool one. It says, Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out. <laughs> go out where? And overcome what? Karma, perhaps? You see, karma puts the responsibility on us, not God or anything outside of ourselves, not on a savior, institution, 
or a god or gods. It's much easier to project this away from ourselves to compensate for our lack of discipline and responsibility. It's the ultimate universal algorithm to keep everything in check. You can't blame anyone because it's all on us. Every so often I kind of jab and pick on a sign. (laughs) This time it, it will be Aries. I know a few people that this applies to, one being my mother. And I remember her saying that no one understands her, that she means well, that that she gets misunderstood, and that everyone craps on her for no reason in her eyes. I said, Mom, you don't know how you come across, the words you use, what you say, or how you react. Some people will agree that Aries speak first, then think later, or just choose the wrong words in general. You know, I was the same way when I was younger and even not too distant uh, past. I was like, why doesn't anybody understand me? Why am I getting attacked for no reason? All that stuff. So I can relate fully. But as I like to say, maybe after your sixth marriage, it's not the other person. You know, there comes a time when you have to look at yourself and how you behave and how it affects another person or others. And this is what karma is designed to do. To let us look at ourselves and say, hey, maybe I have to look at something inside. It's more than just learning a lesson. It's our behavior and how we come across. Thank God for this universal accounting system, you know, taking the ledger and, you know, balancing the books, so to say. And not just the books in this lifetime, but in past lifetimes. To go a little deeper into this whole lifetime thing and evolving and and learning, I truly believe that everything that you see are all the injustices that you feel we've experienced ourselves. From the time that you sat by the fire and you felt the fire burning you to all the experiences to take you up to the ascended, evolved person that you are now. You know how it feels to be burned because you were burned. You also know how it feels to be killed because you were killed. And you also know how it feels to be raped because you were once raped in a past lifetime. This is true compassion because you know how it feels like. Those that haven't gone through that experience cannot relate and seem cold or apathetic. This seems a little bit harsh, but think about it. If you didn't go through it, you don't know how it feels like. So in order to get to the point where you are now, where you're a compassionate, loving being, I believe that we've been everything on an evolutionary experience through lifetimes. I don't know if it goes back as far as the amoeba or a single-celled organism that we were in the plant uh, plant kingdom or, or mineral rocks or we become the elements. I don't know, but it makes sense to me that we are evolving. So there is Darwinism in spirituality, if you look at it that way. When you get it, you get it, and you can understand and have compassion and sympathy to whoever is going through whatever they're going through. You know, I even look back at the bird when it shit in my mouth. You know what my reaction was? I didn't get mad. I actually laughed and I looked up <laughs> to God or to whatever or to the bird and said, I get it. I get it. Like, I totally get it. This is like, it was comical because it happened instantly. And I saw the bigger picture. And I invite you to see the bigger picture of life and what it's all about. If you enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to subscribe and to pass along and share it to those who will enjoy this type of uh, discussion and deep thoughts. Deep thoughts, remember that? So it's up to you if karma is a bitch or if it's a loving, awesome woman. Hey, you want good karma? Pass this along. (laughs) Tell your friends about this podcast. This is like great karma. If you have listened to my previous podcast, I want to thank you so much. And if not, just go back and check out the catalog. And I'd love to hear your feedback. Thanks for listening to The Ultimate Journey, Awakening to Spirit 
podcast. I'm your host, Frank DiGenova. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Journey podcast, Awakening to Spirit. Join me again next time for more spiritual talk. You can reach me at info at theultimatejourney.ca. I thank you in advance for visiting my website, theultimatejourney.ca, for more information on my online courses. Listeners will receive a course motivation for free. Until next time, walk in love and in gratitude.